Yo, yo. What it do? What it do? Hey, B, man, fresh off your retirement announcement yesterday, man. Yeah. Man, once once again, man, huge congrats to an amazing, amazing 14-year career, man. How did it feel just, I know you already, you know, made that decision, but I guess letting the world know, man, how did that feel yesterday? Man, it felt good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, you know, I, you know, you knew about it. A couple of my, you know, immediate family, close friends knew about it. But like you mm-hmm. said, man, being able just to uh, tell the world what it was, uh, you know, just put that, put that chapter behind me, man. So felt good, though, man. Got a lot of love, and um, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, deserve much, much. Much deserved, man. Um, so so coming into the league, did you and I know everybody wants to come in and have a long career and go to the Hall of Fame and be a pro bowl and all these win the Super Bowl, all these different things. Uh, what was what was your I guess your because I know coming in for me, I'm like, man, I want to come in, I want to get 10. Like if I come in, I get a 10 year and if like that's good. Like, what was your I guess your long-term girl goal coming in, or did you even have one? Man, honestly, bro, I ain't have one. It was make the team, bro. Like like, you know what I mean? Sixth round, it was just, you know, make the team, bro. Make the team mm-hmm. um, and just do whatever you can do uh, to get you a spot on the mob. And then yeah. once I was able to get that that starting role, it was like, okay, well, let me get to a second contract. And then once I got to that second contract, it was 10 years for me. You yeah. know what I mean? And I felt as though anything after 10 years was a plus. So, you know, I think that was kind of my mindset. That was my goal. Um, coming in too, and um, you know, fourteen years later, man, it was it's just been a blessing. Fourteen years, man. Should I'm gonna put you on the spot, man? I need you to give me like three moments, and and you know, throughout your your should not even just pro college or pro, where it's like man, like moments that stand out, I guess more than others. Um, but like you know, whether it's a, a play. A game, obviously, you won a Super Bowl, uh, lost the Super Bowl, so you've been on both ends of that spectrum. So, what, what are like those? I guess those moments that really stand out the most in your, um, you know, throughout your illustrious career. Man, I, um, I would have to say I would go back to um, college, right? Mm-hmm. My, my, my freshman year, um, you know, I played sparingly toward the end of the year. Um, going into my sophomore year, I still wasn't starting. So we go to Texas Southern, um, first game of the year. My guy, B. Johnson, he's starting strong safety. Um, he pulls his hamstring like a minute left, go to halftime. Um, A.B., you going in, right? So that second half, I had 10 tackles. In the second that, half? In the second half. That mm-hmm. next that next game, um, we're back at Howard and we're playing Hampton, our rival. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, growing Newport News, I was right up the road. And that game right there um, was like, that was one of my best games ever. I had 13 tackles, three fumble recoveries, a touchdown. It was like one of them days, it was just like, well, damn, like, I, I, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? So that game kind of like is one of them games that I kind of stamps, like one of my best games ever. And obviously, you know, winning the Super Bowl, um, that was that was a um, a big moment in Rookie my career. year too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a huge moment in my career, and um, and then I would say I would to give it a, a third. 
I would say the Super Bowl loss. I think that was a big time, um, big time day in my career. You know what I mean? Being that I was on <clears throat> the other side. That was my years. rookie year. Yeah. So being that I was on the other side, you know, um, a few years prior and wondering mm -hmm. in my head, like, how was it for that losing team to make it that far and to lose? And then when we got there um, and played the Saints, man, and with that onside kick and with the interception and, you know, um, being out there on the field, that confetti dropping and shit, man, that shit was the worst, <laughs> one of the worst feelings ever in football. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would say those kind of the, the three top moments of my of my football career. Yeah, man. Dang, boy. That's crazy. Well, man, congratulations again, man. I'm sure you'll be getting more love uh, going forward. Like I said, deservedly so, man, especially from Coach Nation. I already was in the <laughs> you was you were already in the uh what is it the ring of honor I know I remember your banner already up in the uh like in the mill room what nah that? nah that was just um it was something that they did you know what I mean mm -hmm. as far as like some of the um the past and current players or whatever that they yeah. felt as though had an impact on the organization they put them in the mill room or whatever but as far as the ring of honor um shit, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed on that, man. I would love to that blue that blue jacket coming soon. Man, I, I hope so. I hope <laughs> that so. blue jacket coming soon, man. Colts, uh Niners, Cardinals, Giants, man. Hats off to an amazing career once again, man. 14 years. Appreciate you, bro. Absolutely, man. But let's uh let's jump into it, man. A lot going yeah. on around the NFL. What you want to jump into first? Man, D. Watson, man. Let's jump Ooh. into it, man. Let's talk about it, man. A lot of talk. Um, he might be requesting a trade. I know I seen you a lot. I seen you on um on social media, like, man, the team can't give up enough for <laughs> that's a for fact. D. Watson for Houston to um give up D. Watson. But and then a lot of um a lot a lot of conversation about, you know, I guess the upper management told him that, you know, he'll be in um, he'll be in the room when they would, you know, have those talks with those uh, possible GMs and things of that nature, and it didn't happen that way, so he's upset. You think he has a right to feel that way? I mean, like you said, they told him uh, – I don't know if they necessarily say he'll be in the room, but they told him he'll have some input um, mm -hmm. in the decisions that are made. And with them telling him that, like, I mean, you got to follow through. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's been – um, some history with that, some questionable history uh, with that organization, uh, with players and, and some statements that have been made by ownership, you know, with the you know, prisoners running the jail and, and stuff right. like that. So on this side of it, with him being a franchise quarterback, and we know you can say what you want, you know, it's a player and players, they have their role and management and coaches, they had their role, but um, he is, you know, a rarity like he's a he's a he's an elite talent in his prime and if you give him your word basically like hey you're gonna be a part of this process going forward and then you backtrack on that and don't hold up your end of that that's um that's obviously gonna cause some some, some fracture you know yeah. and I, I don't i don't understand it from their standpoint now if they never told him that and they just went on about their business and never consulted him that's one thing i he, i couldn't really feel a certain way about that but with you telling him that and they're not doing it. And now the reports are coming out that um, he was basically vouching for Eric Bienaby. Um, and, and like I said, that's the thing where you say, all right, you know, we're going to bring him in. We're going to give him a shot. We're going to have him in. But you don't even have him on your interview list. Yeah, that's wild. Hey, come on. That, like, that's 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 crazy. That's almost like going above and beyond to 
um you know go against your guy you know that's your guy and um uh, and then on the it's on the heels of i don't know if you saw that video of jj watt and him walking off the field after the last game and jj yeah. basically saying like man i feel bad for you man we, we basically wasted a year a year mm-hmm. we should have 11 wins this year blah 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 so um i definitely feel him he definitely should feel some type of way um what you think nah i'm, I'm with you i'm with you um with them telling telling Deshaun that look you know um we'll sit down and we we will talk with you and and try to see where your head's at as far as who you value and like you said for for them not to even consider that um it's tough and then again a big thing as far as and you kind of really just hit it on the head where players you got to play your role upper management play your play your role obviously um you know Deshaun he's not gonna be the you know the, the shot caller He's not going to be the, the the guy that has the the last say, but I mm-hmm. think it speaks volume of the organization and where the organization, um, where where where, the, where they stand at at the moment. You know what I mean? Just as far organizational wise, and uh, really not being on the same page. And nine times out of ten, you want to be on the same page with your your franchise leader. So yeah, got it, got it, got to be on the same page there, man. But um, as the <laughs> They just hired their GM, and we talked about it our last uh, our last recording on Wednesday. You know, they just hired Nick Casario from New England, and um, you know, before he's a week on the job, you already got your you know reports. Adam Schefter and all these people coming out with uh, detailed reports about um, you know the fracture between the franchise quarterback and the franchise. There's been rumors saying that they haven't been able to get in contact with uh, Deshaun. So, your first week on the job is a GM. Like how do you how do you handle that? How do you approach that? Because I definitely have you know my thoughts on it. Hey, Deshaun, man. Hey, where you at? <laughs> hey, either I'm flying to you, or I'm a, I'm probably- a, or I'm gonna get you a flight, man. We and we need to sit down and talk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's what you got to do as a, as a GM because you don't want to start your job off with your franchise player um, feeling a certain type of way. So whatever whatever he got to do to get in front of Deshaun. And um, have him feel comfortable of his vision. I think that's the the first thing as a, as a new GM, first week on the job. That's what you got to do. What you gonna do? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Got to try to get him on the phone. Try to got to try to have a face to face if you can. Hey man, when you get back to Houston, wherever. Hey, let's have a Zoom. For sure, we've been zooming for a year now. Let's have mm-hmm. a Zoom call. Let's. Um, you know, I'm not sure the conversations that took place before I got here. Now I'm here. Um, we can talk about these different head coaching candidates. And like I said, not to say, you know, whatever Deshaun says goes, but you have to understand it's a, it's a hierarchy. It's a different hierarchy. And it depends on what the situation is on that team. It's a different situation in New England. You got Bill Belichick, who's the head coach, who's, who's the GM, who's won multiple championships over the years. And now you got a first-year GM. And you got a franchise quarterback that's already in place, locked up contract-wise. So, really, in that situation, I would believe Deshaun will have more leverage. You know, he's what after the owner, he's the most important piece in that um, building. So, got to get on the same page, man. Hey, man, this is what it is. Let's talk. Let's talk about these coaching candidates. What's your vision? What do you want out of a coach? What do you think this team needs? Blah blah blah. And just get on that same page and try to hash it out because ultimately, um. I don't think he goes anywhere at the end of the day. So I don't want a, a begrudge quarterback in the building. 
Um, so we try to make them happy as possible. Um, I don't think it's enough assets out there that a team could give up. You saw Jamal Adams, he required two plus, you know, first two first, first round picks plus yeah. a player, a starter, plus another pick. Jalen Ramsey, same thing. So you look at Deshaun, you know, you're looking at four or five first rounders, and, you right. know, and I just don't see it happening. You know, I don't yeah. see a guy getting traded 25 years old, locked up for four more years. So um, you just got to smooth that out as best as possible. I don't think Deshaun ends up going anywhere. Um, I think Nick just got to find a way to work it out, man. I think Nick will, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just, and like you said, our last recording, you kind of <clears throat> went down all the roads that he, that he was um, in when he was um, in New England. Yep. So obviously being close to the players, he understands that relationship and he understands that relationship is very important. So I'm pretty sure they'll get it smoothed out, man. I'm pretty sure Deshaun is <clears throat> feel a certain type of way um, as he should. And I mm -hmm. think I will, I will feel the same type of way, but um, <clears throat> I think they'll get it. They'll, I think they'll get it done. They'll smooth it out. For sure. And I've been seeing reports, man. <laughs> uh, actually, I was on with, um, I was on PFF's show last night on Sirius XM. Yeah. With, uh, Solomon Wilcox and, um, and George for PFF. And it was like, uh, George asked, hey, man, what if the Jaguars gave him the first? I said, look, man, nowhere in hell, even if they do trade him, they not trading him to anybody in the division. So Jaguar oh, fans. Coach fans, <laughs> it ain't happening. No, no chance in hell. I think it's a point zero one percent. He's moved anyway, and it's a zero 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 percent chance you trade him <laughs> within the division. That yeah. ain't happening, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if um, what was up? If if Bill was there, you might have a chance. <laughs> if Bill was where? Oh, Billy O. <laughs> if Billy O was still in Houston, you might have a chance. Hey, Billy O, you might be able to get him for the stimmy. For the stimmy, <laughs> the stimmy right? Hey, Billy O was like, man, you know, Billy O probably already knew he was out of there. He was like, man, I'm about to, man, this whole franchise, man, I'm about to put it under the ground. That's crazy, man. But, um, uh, but yeah, man, I don't see him moving, man. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be much, much do about nothing. But, it should be, I guess, um, uh, uh, not a warning, but other franchises should definitely pay attention to, um, you know, to situations like this, you know, because players are more, I guess, aware of their, you know, power, value, leverage, yeah, power yeah, yeah. value, and when it comes to these organizations, so you know, you got as a, as an organization, you got to move differently. You know what I mean? It is a business, um, but it's a different type of business. It's, uh, it's a sports business, a football business. So you got to know how to move, man. And just if you tell me something, just follow up on that, man. Just be a man of your word. It's simple, that's as, simple it. as that. As that's simple it. as that. And then I think a lot of times, man, um, and I'm pretty sure you've, you've seen it. Um, my time in the league, man, I think that's the most important things guys respect. Like whether it's good or bad, something I don't want to hear. Yo, I'm a, at the end of the day, I'm a grown man. Just, just grown ass man. Be a man of your word. Give it to me a hundred. Don't beat it around the bush. Keep it straightforward. And I think a lot of relationships could be a whole lot better, even business wise, as far as you know, um, you know, contract talks and all that. We under, we understand that it's it's mm -hmm. negotiations or whatever. But if you could be straightforward and we can be on. The same pace, man. That's that's good business. You know what I mean, you can't yeah, great business. That's great business, and you can't um you can't substitute great business. 
That, that's a fact, man. And and I, I agree with that. I echo those sentiments. Definitely uh, my time in the league, same thing you deal with. And even college, you go back to college and, you know, I feel like a lot of some coaches, just some coaches, some people in the front office, they just don't know how to have that type of engagement, that interaction. They don't know how to have that um, kind of how players have it all the time. And players, the coaches, like position coaches, I feel like have the most honest conversations. I would oh, say yeah. once you go to coordinators and head coaches and general managers of things, that's when it's a lot of bullshit and you got to read between the lines and this mm -hmm. and that. And it's like instead of like, hey, Antoine, like this is what this is what this is what we're thinking right now. This is where you this is where we see you at right now. This yeah. is where we see us. You know what I mean? Just had that yeah. conversation and uh Grixon getting knocked on a lot. But one thing, uh, and I, I can say a lot of good things about Grixon, some bad things, but one good thing I could definitely say about him is he always he's kept it hundred with me. I can't speak for anybody else, but even when he signed me, when he signed me, I got cut by um the Patriots, and then I had some stuff going on in, in uh Carolina, got cut by them. And um, some guys were banged up on the coast. I think Vontae was hurt. Justin King was hurt. Powers was hurt. And he brought me in. He was like, hey, you know, I was how you coming out of the draft. But, you know, this is your third shot. And you got some guys banged up. So, you know, if you don't make it this time around, like, this may be your last shot to leave. I'm just keeping a buck with you. Yeah. Like, Shit, you know, I appreciate that. And, and throughout that career, you know, I ended up spending six years there. But throughout mm -hmm. our time there, and same thing with Chris Ballard when he came in, when, we, when he moved on, when he drafted Malik, when we moved on, like we had honest, real conversation. I always appreciate that because Got you. Grown man, man, we know what the business is. We know we know how this thing chew you up and spit it out, pause. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Just, nah, that's, just keep it real with us, man. Nah, that's real because I had a similar conversation when I was in San Fran. Um, and um, John Lynch had just got the GM job. And I think from his side, his viewpoint, you know what I mean? Being a former player, he understood where I was, the situation that I was in. So he called me in. We had a we had a long talk, long talk, mm -hmm. like an hour, hour, hour and a half talk, just just talking some real stuff, talking football. And um, eventually, you know, I asked for my release, and he and he kept it a buck. He said, "Look, I'll grant you your release." And he was like, "And it's some real real shit." He was like, "If you don't like what happens in the um in the off season or when you hit the free agent market." Your, the door's open. You can come back here to San Fran. I'm like, yo, that's some, mm -hmm. of the realest, that's some of the realest shit that I've ever heard. You know what I mean? I'm a grant you release, but if you don't like what's on the other side, hey, look, we open to bring you Door's back. still over, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I, I salute, um, you know, the people that can keep it a buck, keep it a hundred, and, and keep it straightforward, man. So, yeah. yeah. And the, guy, the, guy, the guys that have that experience in and, and around the locker room yeah. typically can have those type of conversations. The, the Belichicks, the the Vrabels, the Chris Ballard, former coach, former player, Nick Casario, former co uh, former coach, former player. So when you have that, and a lot of these guys that are calling the shots, you know, they may be NBAs or different things in different businesses, but that's a whole different, different ball a whole game. different beast when you get into there, man. Yeah. But um, but we'll see, man. I think ultimately they work it out. They damn, yeah. they damn near have to. Have to. But, uh, hey, Shout out Chris Ballard too, man. He um he he shot me a text yesterday, man. Never met him before, never talked to him before. Mm -hmm. Um, but shot me a text yesterday, man. And um and I appreciated that. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I from you, um, <clears throat> Mathis, Weeze, um, speak highly of him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. for him to, for him to reach out and we've never crossed paths. Um, I appreciate you, appreciate you for that. Yeah, solid dude, Chris, solid man. Yeah.
Let's get to these matchups, man. Big week. Let's do it. Super wild card, man. We open up the coats. We open up, man, with a tough one. We got uh, we got the Bills on the road. Uh, coats at the Bills. Bills a six and a half point favorite right now. Who you got? Um, <laughs> Who you got? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to tiptoe to it, man. Hey, right. So before you ask me, I'm gonna ask you. Put you on the spot. Who you got? Hey, hey, man. It's gonna be a tough one. You know, you got Diggs banged up. You got Beasley banged up. You don't man, think ain't nobody talking about none of that you, shit. You man. think they're gonna be out there? Yeah, they um, definitely be out there. But you know, I got I got to stick to my guns though. I, I've said for shit a month now that um excuse me that uh the Bills you know they the hottest 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 looking team right now man going into this thing and I even like them over as a favorite coming out of AFC over the Chiefs so I gotta stick with it man I gotta stick with that um I, I, the Colts definitely have a shot though definitely oh, have yeah. a good chance to win um they're definitely built to compete and beat any team in the league Chiefs Bills included uh, play great defense um, got Phillip playing well, especially these last what, four or five weeks, along with Jonathan Taylor, who's been running crazy. So um, they definitely got a chance. This six and a half point spread. I don't think the Bills cover that. I don't think it's a chance in hell they cover the spread. But um, I get the Bills the edge, man. Home field, like I said, quarterbacks playing hot, teams playing well, man. Defense playing well. Who you got, man? Yeah, I'm going, man. Upset, Colts, man. Colts win. Coach winning on the road. Coach winning on the road, man. They gonna keep. They gonna stick to their formula. They see what's working for them. Um, they gonna feed the young boy. Let him run the rock. Uh, eat that. To eat the. <clears throat> eat the clock up. Time of possession. Gonna lean to the coach. They gonna keep Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and company on the sideline. Um, and defense gonna come out and ball. I'm pretty sure they're hearing all of that. They hearing all the Josh Allen talk. They hearing all the Stephon Diggs talk. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they up for the challenge. So I feel as though the the Colts, um, Colts defense, they will come out and play well. I think the front fours will get to Josh Allen. Rush lanes got to be on point because uh, Josh Allen can beat you, beat you with his legs. Um, so the rush lanes got to be important. They, they got to be intact. You out here, cuz. Hey, for the shoe, baby. I'm going with the Colts, man. All right, man. I wish, hey, you know, like we spoke about Diggs. The thing we got on our side, we got Xavier Rhodes, who's very familiar with Diggs, obviously. Played a long time together in Minnesota. Um, so when he's on the outside, I would imagine that they will follow um, Diggs' playoff game. Um, and then when he goes in that slot, we got Man to Man alum Kenny Moore, mm -hmm. uh, one of the best slot defenders in the league. And then we got that pass rush. For the Colts to win, I think the Colts can win it, like I said. It'd be a definite close game toss up. You heard it here. Slight edge to Buffalo, but we got the pass rush. It's going to be about can our offense go score for score for them? Can our offense score touchdowns when we get in the red zones, man? We cannot kick field goals yeah. against this offense, man. So um, keep feeding Taylor. Protect that old line that's a little banged up. Ghost got a great shot, man. Hey. For the shoe. For the shoe, baby. Get back here on Monday, man. We're gonna be talking. We're gonna be talking about that. That's a fact. Overreaction Monday, first one of the playoffs. Gonna be yes, crazy. sir. Yes, sir. Next game, man. We got the uh Rams at the Seahawks. Seahawks. 
I'm you got go the Hawks? With, yeah, I got the Hawks, man. Um, not sure what's up with golf. Um, not been getting a lot of the first team reps. And, that's dumb, um, man. That's just tough. It's tough. It's tough playing that quarterback position, man. I'm gonna just go with the Seahawks. End of the year, the defense started to started to play well, started to gel together. <clears throat> and um, obviously, man, with Russell Wilson back there, um, controlling the show, man. I'm uh, I feel as though he's gonna pull it off, man. So I got to yeah, see also now. Russ gotta get his shit together, man. Russ gotta get he got they gotta get back. Um, let me see what the just watching them. Hell man, they gotta get they gotta get back right, man. On that offense side, the defense is playing better. Rams defense is whoo phenomenal. Um, so if yeah. golf does play and they can put up that's seven, no man. I'm going with the Hawks too, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Hawks. So now I'm gonna go with the Hawks. I, I gotta, I gotta trust. I trust Russell Wilson more than I trust a healthy golf. Damn sure more than I trust a banged up golf. <clears throat> um, I think uh, obviously I think the Rams defense is better. We always mm -hmm. talk about defense, run game in the playoffs. I think their defense is better. Jamal Adams said he's gonna play. I know you said uh, you spoke about you spoke on um, your experience with that injury, um, that yeah. AC sprain, and how real that shit is. That's real. Um, so we'll see if he if he's himself, but if um if that defense can can you know hold up and play well, especially if it's not golf out there, I, I got to take the Seahawks. And it's only a three point spread in that game. Yeah, it's, Seahawks it's, only favored by three. It's gonna be a tough game anyway. You know, another divis divisional opponents they know each other well, um so so it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough one. And I'm saying that today on Friday. Uh shit to, tonight my, my pick might change in this game. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so I'm I'm taking the Seahawks and I'm gonna take them to cover that three points. Okay, uh, that's, that's what it is right now. So I'm taking the Hawks to win by more than a field goal. Ah, <sighs> but Russell, man, come on, show me something. Be Mr. Unlimited, please. You look at you look at slightly limited right now, guys. You think, yeah, looking suspect. He looking. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't say quite suspect, but he looking. He not looking like he was looking like he was cooking. Beginning of the year. Gas. Cooking with gas. Oh yeah, that was the one right there. <laughs> What's that? Red cooking Bull. Yeah, man. I thought this this is the last uh free free episode I'm giving Red Bull. So after this, I might have to switch it up and try something else, bro. They ain't hit me back about the sponsorship yet. Speaking of energy drinks, bro. Man, my first couple of years, man, we used to um take a shot of this shit called Red Line. You ever had that? Oh man, I don't, I don't, I don't rock that. I think they uh they ended up banning that in the league or <laughs> <laughs> taking it off the shelf. Yo, that Red Line with a two-door shot, bruh. That's the one. That was that bruh. was the cocktail. That was the combo right there. Ooh. So what was your what was your throughout your throughout your league throughout your career because you played I know when you first came ain't no telling what the hell y'all was taking pregame <laughs> and then as you got you know older in the league I guess whatever you comfortable speaking of what was your pregame routine getting ready for the game because I, I had some different ones so coming into the um coming into the league my routine was I always had to call mom dukes um before before we left out the um left out to hit the tunnel i called mom dukes but mm -hmm. it was a cold tub hot tub contrast i kept that throughout my 14 years um 
and then um Toro shot the night prior of the game and then Toro oh, shot before? Yeah. Ooh, you had the double 20? Yeah, and then and then and then that's we how, would, that's how you play 14. And then we will hit the uh the red lines. But with the red line, but the red line, the um the bottle was like this. It would say about like this, but you yeah. we, only, we only took a cap full. Mm -hmm. We only took a cap full, and bro, shit, like you took another through. one. You took another cap full of halftime. Uh, depending on how I was feeling, depending on okay. how I was feeling. But nine times out of ten, I didn't. You told me I run through a wall, man. That was love, <laughs> but then I think that was um that red line probably lasted a couple years. Um, and then after that, it was just total. But then once I got to, I want to say, once I got to San Fran, I stopped taking total. I stopped taking okay. total. So my last, I would say, my last six years in the league, it was no total. Was that um, when they started uh, making us sign the waivers and shit? Uh, I want to say it was a, it was a little bit before that. Okay, it was a little bit before that. I but um, that. yeah, my last six years though, it was just all adrenaline. Um, and that was it. How about you? Well, shit, for, when I first came into the league, like, um, you you know, you see movies and you hear stuff, but it was nothing like that first preseason game. Matter of fact, it wasn't even a real game. Preseason game, I go, you know, back in the training room, we get tape and shit, and I just see cats coming in, lining up, pulling oh. their cheek out, oh. <laughs> pulling <laughs> their cheek out, dropping like, yeah, hit them in the. Boom. Okay. I'm like, oh, right, you must be hurt. You must be dealing with something. Boom. Coming in. Coaches coming Coach. in. There, you know? <laughs> Come on, poke me up. So I'm like, yo. Hey. This shit, wow. Wow. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good on that. So I didn't get a Tordal shot my first few years in the league. And then um, I forgot what I was playing. I had some type of injury that I needed something to get me right for the game. So I was taking the Tordal pills. Yeah, yeah. And the Tordal pills, like, they, they 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 hit, but this they is my first experience with. But they don't hit the same, yeah. and it take like a while for it to get in your system. Like that total mm -hmm. that shot, like you you good in probably 10-15. So um, so I'm taking the pills, and then I kind of was like, man, you know, as you get out, you know, you start to play, start feeling bumps and bruises a little different. So then um, probably probably like year four is when I started taking the shot. And then as I, you know, got more, I start doing different things. I would get like on Fridays, I would get like an IV with all the vitamins and the magnesium and stuff yeah. like that. Shit, um, Dr. Dr. P used to come to the crib. We used to be up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey. Used to get used to get us right. So um, mm -hmm. you know, you get all that. Then I had to get in a regimen and you know, see my MAT, get an ART, get Cairo, stretch, all that different stuff. And then on game day. Got the torty, had to have the torty, and then uh, one of my teammates, I will, I will say his name, but um, because he got he got some uh some red flags, so I was probably taking it might have been illegal, but he used to whip some some concoction up. I ain't even. I already know you talking about. Man, he's talking about. He's the shake and that thing shook up, and that thing will be damn near bubbling. Man, the first time I took it, I took that joint, bro, and. I'm, I was just, I was ready. To was it was it was it was it at? So I I seen somebody take some of that at practice and bugged out. Bugged out. I know you talking. And bugged, and bugged it out. The, it was the same shit. The same shit. I'm same like, same shit. 
I'm like, yo, y'all can't do that shit. Like my man, my my man been doing that forever. You can't like y'all just can't jump out the motherfucking woodworks and be like, yo, let me hit that. Like, shit. Yo. Hey man, but that was that I forgot what he used to call it. But um Yeah. Man. I, I yeah, that, that, that was that was the one. But uh, so yeah, you go and I then I went and getting B twelve shots and mm-hmm. but you know you trying to you do whatever you got to do to get right um to go in that game um you know and have that you know performance your highest level. But uh, but yeah, everybody do different. Everybody go through a different thing. Sometimes switch up. Sometimes you stick with your routine. But but yeah, man. Good times, good times. Good times, great times. Great man. times, great times, great times. Great <laughs> let's, time. let's get back to these games, man. By the way, um, you listening to this episode, at the end of this episode, we're going to have a great interview with uh, Terry McLaurin, um, Washington football team, standout receiver, captain as a second-year receiver, which you don't see much in this league. Uh, very respected by his teammates, very respected around the league. Yeah. Um, I know you played against him last year as a rookie. Yeah. Um, so we got that, that interview with him at the end of this, um, you know, in the recorded episode that'll come out tonight. But um, the Indiana, next game. Indiana native. Yeah. Indiana native. What do you want? The Pike, right? Uh, nah, nah, nah. He said he he stayed around Pike. Um, I forgot what he said, uh, what high school he said he went to. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the next 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 game, Washington football team. Well, it's the Bucks at the Washington football team, man. I know mm-hmm. you came in this season very, very high on the Bucks. Yeah, kind of had some ups and downs. Ended the season real strong. Uh, Tom Brady breaking all the you know Tampa records and stuff like that. First year, twenty first year in the league. First year going into the playoffs as a wild card. It's crazy. That's crazy. So he's going on the road to the Washington football team. Um, how you feel like how you they're our favorite on the road by seven and a half. How you think this game is gonna turn out? So <clears throat> I think a lot of people think Tampa Bay is gonna go in there and walk over these cats, and I don't see that happening. Um I have them I winning. I have them winning, but one um one thing we do know that Tom doesn't like people at his feet. Another thing we know is that that front four that the Washington football team has. It's good, and they're gonna and they're gonna be rushing the quarterback. So, in the league. so, so, I think this this game is gonna be a lot um, closer than what people think. Um, if I got a bet on it, I'm definitely going with um, with, with Tom Brady and the and the Bucks. But I think it's gonna be a good game. I think Watson gonna go out there, fly around. I think the defense gonna play w- really well. Now, as far as the quarterback situation, um, is Alex Smith starting? Supposed to be starting. Um, they said that he may they may possibly rotate or something like that, which makes me question his health. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he but he's supposed to be playing. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. But um yeah. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh with Tampa, but it's gonna be closer than what people think. I agree. Um, like you said, it's a seven and a half point spread, Tampa's weight on the road. Um, so I'm gonna take I'm a if I'm betting on this. Against the spread, I'm gonna bet on the Washington football team to cover that seven and a half points. They got a chance to win it. Uh, you know, BA came out and it was like, you know, this is a different football team. You can't look at their overall record, it's a different football team where Alex Smith plays. I think they're four and one plus three in the turnover margin, which you know, me and you know that turnover margin is damn near everything when it comes to winning or losing ball games. Um, so Alex Smith, we know he takes care of the ball. Um, he if he can take care of the ball and 
This is the recipe to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. It's having some great pass rushers up front that you can just get after him with four. And, um, you know, Washington, they have, you know, four or five first rounders up there rushing the passers. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. If they get them, get after him early and often and hit them. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Bucks to win too, though. I, and I saw Mike Evans jogging on the sideline in practice. So, I know if I was ever jogging on the sideline before a playoff game, I'm playing. I don't know what capacity or how many plays, but I know I'm playing if I could jog at practice. So I expect him to be out there. Um, even if he's not, I'll, I'll still take uh, Tampa to win the game. But I like the football team to cover the seven-and-a-half-point spread. But it, like you said, I, I'm, on, I'm on the same page as you, man. It's going to be a better game than most people um, expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. people expect, man. Um yeah. Next game, got another road favorite. Baltimore Ravens going to see the Tennessee Titans. Take Titans, who you uh picked a while ago to win the um AFC South. They did. Mm -hmm. Barely beating the Texans in uh week 17 in overtime. Um, we've been we've also spoke about the Baltimore Ravens being one of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs. Probably the best team coming out of that AFC North that's in the playoffs, at least you know, that we think. How you think this is gonna turn out? Ravens are favored by three points. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. I think they have momentum on their side. Um, again, it, I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, Derrick Henry, obviously, with that run game, uh, Baltimore got to be able to do something with that. But uh, Lamar Jackson, man, he's he's on fire right now. And I feel as mm -hmm. though he, he feels that. I think the team's going to feed off of that. I think Lamar's going to get his first playoff win. And uh, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens, man. Damn. Yeah, look. Lamar got to get that monkey off his back, man. Got to, got to. He do it. He do it this weekend. Yeah. Facts, and it, it, and I think it's a, it's an unfair, you know, that he already has this this notion that he can't play in big games because he's played and won a bunch of big games already in his early career. This is only his second full year starting, and his first full year starting, he won the MVP. Very young cat was younger than the number one overall pick with Joe Burrow coming into this season. So very young, I think. I think he goes against this win as well. Um, I like the Titans of the football team. Like you said, very physical on the offensive side, handing that ball to Derrick Henry. You saw them get all the way to the AFC Championship with Tannehill throwing for 75 and 80 yards in the playoffs last year. Um, you know, the Ravens added Calais up on that front. You know, and this is why you bring a guy like Calais Campbell in. This is why you draft. You know, Queen in the first round. This is why yeah. you got to be able to stop the run in the playoffs, and um, you know that's that's going to be the Titans' recipe. Hell so, yeah. um, and I think they'll figure it out, and I think they'll do that. I think Lamar on the offensive side, when they had a the ball, he's going to take as much control of this game as possible. He'll probably run for a hundred yards. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a fun. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch, though, man. Titans always going to make it interesting. I'm taking the Ravens, and I'm taking the Ravens to cover on the road three points so ravens minus three i'm going with it i'm rocking with it okay okay um <clears throat> what i can say this weekend man it's gonna be some good games man um it's gonna be some hell of a great game, games man. Yeah. great games great locked games in. so definitely gotta be locked in uh next one and, and uh i know you spoke on this one you spoke on you know the best player on the bears team khalil matt Mm -hmm. I know you saw his statement. I didn't see his statements. What do you uh what do you come out and say? He just Bears said the Saints. Yeah, Bears at the Saints. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is this Bears at the Saints or Saints at the Bears? It should be at the um 
I thought it'd be others, but anyway, uh, he Khalil Mack came out say he feels he feels as though um they're being disrespected. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's for for him and his troops to get rallied up or um or what. But at the end of the day, your record is what your record is. Um, I kind of we we spoke about money making Mitch and the way uh the way he's been playing down the stretch. Right, Mitch. <laughs> and we also talked about. Uh, that caliber of defense that the Chicago Bears have. Uh, they have a championship-style uh, defense. <clears throat> so, again, this is a new season. Uh, anything can happen. Uh, but in this game, I am. That's great. It's the Saints now. Saints at home. Bears at Saints. Saints nine-and-a-half-point spread. I think I am going – I'm going to go with the Saints, but – you know, I'm not even on the um the the spreads and shit, but I don't think the Saints cover that. You don't think they went by ten? Nah. I gotta. That defense, I gotta man. agree with you. Yeah, that D, that man. defense. They got a mob on defense, man. Yeah. I like and the Saints. The Saints defense have been playing well too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Saints to win though. Which you picked the Saints to win as well, right? Nah, yeah, for sure. All right, yeah. So Bears at Saints. I'm taking the Saints to win the game. Uh Khalil Mack, of course, you get the disrespect. You got Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback, man. Nope. Everybody in the everybody in the league and around the league respects money. Khalil Mack. Money making Mitch, baby. <laughs> hey, if you respect the defense, I don't think everybody around the league respects uh Mitch Trubisky, and that can change. That can change this week. You know how the league is. It's what have you done for me lately. So if Mitch comes out and win this game on the road um, against, you know, the second, this is second seed, right? So hey, you can change a lot of minds and make a lot more money, Mitch. So it's your opportunity, man. But this is why the Bears are being, quote, unquote, disrespected. I'm taking the Saints to win the game, but I'm with you. I think the Bears cover um, the spread. It's a nine-and-a-half point spread, pretty big in the playoffs. Um, mm -hmm. Mitch is playing better down the stretch. So, yeah, I'm taking the Saints to win, but uh, the Bears to cover. But once again, I think that's going to be a good game as well, man. Yeah. I, I really like all these games. I mean, it's the playoffs, so we expect good games. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. We made it. We're here. This last game we're going to talk about, uh, what is it, uh, Browns at the Steelers. Another good game. Another good game should be physical. They just played in week 17, but yeah. obviously the Steelers rested a bunch of their starters. Browns still barely won. Browns get Denzel Ward back, who um, I think he missed four or five games this year, but he was he was having a, a good year. Oh, yeah, he was having a yeah. very, very good year. I still think he's like top two or three in pass defense, even though he missed all that time. So um, they get Denzel Ward back. Obviously got Miles Garrett. Um, they they going the through, They're going through a lot right now, though. Going through a lot. Um, COVID situation hit him, hit him at the wrong time. Um, head coaches out. You know, you got a guy that's you know about to call plays for the first time. Um, he's running that team. Um, and he, he can't see his guys in the building. You know, I know you kind of talked about it earlier today, as far as um they I think the they opened the doors today. Not they were supposed to. I'm not, supposed I didn't get, to. I didn't see an update, but they were supposed to open the they doors for the first to. time. So you know everything is everything is Zoom. Obviously, I think everybody's um, you know maneuvered the best they could as far as with this COVID situation, but not being able to practice 
Um, I know I see a lot of people talking about it's not a big thing, but you you want to have some type of continuity going into your and going into this this first playoff game, your first playoff game in eighteen years. Um, yeah, you want you want to have your guys in that building. You want to feel the you want to pause. You want to feel each other. See how guys are. You know, what I mean, look in their eyes. See are they ready. You know, what I mean, just make sure everybody's prepared. But um, you want to try to make it as 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 much you know as normal as possible, as, as business as usual as possible. You know, it's gonna be a bigger game. Lights a little brighter. Obviously, this is the if they lose, and and you know this, um, you know, going into these type of games, like <clears throat> these are the games where you know the coaches speak on it. Maybe even the before afters. Hey, man, it's the last time this team is gonna be together. Two thousand twenty Browns, like this team will never be the same. People exactly. gonna move on. Coaches, players. People in the front office. So this is the last time they go be together. So you want to go into all these games with your best foot forward. Um, obviously it's 2020, so nobody's been dealt necessarily a fair hand. Um, but so they gonna have to, you know, they're gonna have right. to battle through, man. As we always <laughs> say, hey, there you go ahead, bro. There you go. there you go. As we always say, no excuses, no explanations, man. They gotta get it done. Next man up, man. I got Pittsburgh winning though. Yeah, I got Pittsburgh winning as well, man. Um, me or you didn't like uh, – they are favored by six at home. Me or you didn't like the decision for them to rest the whole game, week 17. Uh, we'll see if it pays off. Um, you know, they played well. A, a good They're probably best half of offensive football, at least against the Colts, in week 16, I believe, and then rest of the starters in 17. So we'll see how that, how that turns out. Juju gave him a little bulletin board material. Um, what is what is did you see his, his comments in the interview? I did, yeah, man. So he, he gave him a little more motivation. Um, which 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 is you know, it's gonna be fun to see that. I'm sure people be talking about it, see how that plays out. But um, but yeah, man, division rivalry again, still his favorite by six. You think that I know you're not with the spread stuff, but you think the still you said it's still his win. You like him winning by a touchdown? <clears throat> I see it. You still winning by a touchdown? Yeah, I see it. So you think their offense gets back on track? I just think the defense is going to play well. I think defense, okay. So like defense that. will play well. Defense play um, well. Yeah, okay. Damn, do I see him? Big you know Ben. What? Big Ben in the offs. Yeah, I, I, hey, I was on, Um, matter of fact, Joy, Joy popped in. I don't know if she's still in, but she popped in earlier. Shout out to Joy, man. I was on Joy's uh, podcast a couple of days ago, and uh, yeah. she's, you know, grew up root for Pittsburgh. She said she's nervous about this game. I said, if I'm a Steelers fan, I'm not that nervous. Um, I trust Big Ben a hell of a lot more than I trust Baker Mayfield on this stage, especially Ben got a week of rest, week of practice. Baker Mayfield hasn't thrown the football since week, you know, since that last game. So, um Obviously, they go. They they start and end. I think with that running game for that Browns offense. But uh, the experience of Mike Tomlin, yeah, you know what I mean. Playoff experience. Obviously, first year your coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So, um, Steelers got the edge there. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take. I'll take the Steelers by a touchdown. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I I'm think the only the only that off the way I would I would feel nervous if I was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan is that I am playing a divisional opponent that knows us well. And just that his, the history that they have, um, you know the Browns, regardless who's um, who's shooting up, they're gonna come out and play hard. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. obviously with that, and um, I would you know be a little nervous, but you know with like you said with the 
the leadership of Mike Tomlin. Uh, you got Big Ben at um on my quarterback. And um I think defense, shit. I got the Steelers. Yeah, man. So um so we took the we we agree you I took the Bills, I gave them the edge, you took the Colts. We think we both took the Seahawks, right? Yeah, we both took the Seahawks. We both took the Bucks. We both took the Ravens. We both took the Saints. We both took the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And I got the Bills. I got the Colts covering against the spread. Seahawks covering. They're a favorite. I got the uh, Washington football team covering against the spread. The Ravens covering their, their favorite three by three points. The Bears covering the nine and a half, and then the Steelers covering the six point spread. So, um, yeah, man, those are the picks. I won't even have to drop that pot tonight, man. Those are your picks against the spread right there. It's only there six of them for this weekend. There you have it, man. Like Pepe said, be a friend. Tell a friend and tell a friend about the Man to Man pod. You know, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, I seen some stuff in the comments, man. I know we keep saying this shit, but we we got some merch coming for you guys, man. Got to get it um, right, man. We got to get yeah, right. got to get it right, man. You know these um these designers, man, and they you know they be in their own world, artists, man. They be in their own <laughs> world sometimes. So, but uh, he's gonna get it right for us. Um, that will definitely be out soon. The man to man pod, the merch, um, shit, even the AB forty one merch, man. I got some shit coming for y'all too. The AB forty one, the Better Yourself um, merch. So um, we got some good stuff coming for y'all in twenty twenty one, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. We was supposed to go forty minutes. We ended up going an hour anyway. We always all right, right, man. Hey, man. Good, yeah, man. Good, good conversation. Gotta, good dialogue. As always, as always. Um, let me see. I know we, I saw a question for you earlier. <laughs> hey, talk. How you uh that that pick that pick you had against uh McNair man God rest his soul yeah I ain't know you knocked Cato out <laughs> he, man, was, yo, sleep. Yeah, he was sleep. he was sleep bro that's crazy <laughs> hey what, what was that plane plane ride like after man I saw I saw a couple people comment on that uh, what was that like man shit, I I didn't uh, I didn't go home I uh, obviously going to school enough. <laughs> Going to school in DC, and that was that was one good thing about Coach Dungey. Um, you know, when it was CU Wednesdays, um, he he trusted his players enough. Um, we were asked, like, oh, can we stay? So um, and obviously we did that. We did a couple of people did that throughout the years. So with me being close to home, went to school to Howard in DC, we in Baltimore. Um, myself, Cato, we ended up staying. Um, and we drove to DC and we 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 enjoyed our night in DC. Mm-hmm. So that was <laughs> it was a it was a good time. Oh man. That was, that, was, that, was, that shit was funny. Um DB, who do you think has the best secondary in the playoffs? I'm a homer, but I love the Green Bay DBs. Green Bay got definitely got some DV Savage, Amos, um, Alexander. Definitely squad. It's a, you know what? All these teams got pretty solid DB units. Uh, I like the Seahawks when they're healthy. Bucks when they're playing well. The Ravens, obviously, the Saints, uh, Steelers. But I'll probably go with the Rams. Um, probably the Rams, yeah, from top to bottom. I'll probably go with the Rams as far as the best DB group, top to bottom, mm. in my opinion. What you think, AB? Uh 
Uh, I like the Rams. I think um, I think Pittsburgh secondary is good too. You got Minka. Yep. Got the vet Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden, Stevie um, Nelson. Stevie, no yeah. So I, I like I like what they doing over there too in Pittsburgh. Yeah, man. Yup, man, but shoot, man. There you have it, man. Good Friday, man. Hope y'all have a, a great weekend. Enjoy these games. Enjoy these games. I know I will, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You sipping on something this weekend, man? What's my What's my name, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sip, sip on those. I don't know what I'm gonna sip on yet, though. Um, maybe a little bit of tequila. Yeah, um, if you if you had to pick one game, man, one game this weekend, which game are you most excited to watch? The Colts and the Bills. Coast Bills? Yeah, Coast Bills. And then if it would be number two, it would be um which I agree with you on that one. Coast Bills. Tight Titans Ravens, if I had to go number two. Titans Ravens. I'm excited about the Steelers Browns game. I'm not gonna lie. I wanna see, I wanna see, I wanna see the Browns on the big stage. I want to see the Steelers if they crank it up and turn back on who they were at the beginning of the season. Um, so I'm excited. It's going to be a physical game, AFC North mm. football. So um, that'll be my second one. I'm excited about this Bills coach opening up, setting the tones for the 2021 playoffs, man. Excited about it, man. Hey, appreciate y'all. We'll be back uh, Monday, overreaction Monday. And like I said at the end of this, um, this will be a long episode, but um, check out that Terry Mack interview. Definitely don't want to miss it, man. Great, yes, great, hey. great guy, player on and off the field, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Hey, salute. Y'all have a good weekend. Yes, sir. Mer as we say, who's that? Hold on. on. <laughs> Smoke weed. <laughs> Smoke weed every day, huh? Hey. Okay, Frank, I hear you. Hey, Vanessa, stadium, stadium won't open in 06. Not yet. It was H2O. That's that's where we went. But stadium, it was some good time in the stadium, too. I, I remember the stadium. Hey. Hey. Yeah, there you go. We're going to leave out on that one. That's just yeah. on a good note. Yeah. <laughs> we a great note. <laughs> Salute y'all, man. We All out. Right. Yo, yo. We back. Back for another episode of Man to Man Pod. Yours yeah, truly, man. Darius Butler. I'm a co-host, Antoine Bethea. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. We got a very, very special guest with us today, man. Had, um obviously, a, a breakout year. Came onto the scene last year. Followed up this year with another good year. Um, You know, fought back some, through some injuries at the end of the season. Had a big win to close the season out. Secure a playoff berth. First one, Terry McLaurin, man. Happy to have you, man. What's yes, up, sir? guys? Appreciate y'all for having me, man. This is, this is dope. Been watching y'all from afar to be on this. It's dope. Yeah, we'll talk about it all off air, man. Indy, Indy from Indy, man. How, how, how did you get to old state from Indy? How was, what was that process like, man? Well, so I went to Cathedral, which is like probably one of the top two or three schools in the state. And one of the, actually the defensive coordinator now, Coach Combs, came to uh, Cathedral one day, came up, uh, visited, and then he invited me to come to camp. And uh, so fast forward, I went to camp, worked out in front of Coach Meyer, in front of the coaches, and he told me, like, look, you got, you know, I love your speed. I love everything you do, but mm -hmm. you just don't catch the ball well enough. So uh, there's a big story out there always that I went home. and for, This is a for real story, though. Uh, I went home, caught, like, 
probably like 200 balls a day from my, my family, quarterbacks, things like that, just so I could get the scholarship from Ohio State. So I went back. Yeah. To Coach Meyer offered me on the spot just from seeing me, how much I improved in two weeks. I registered in my first year, but after that, it just got rolling for me. But at that moment, I knew, like, once I got that scholarship, that, I, it, like, when he challenged me, it kind of – I had two options. I could either be like, man, man. I had other offers, too. I had other pretty good offers. I could, I mean, uh-huh. the dude don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. I mean, he, he don't know what you're talking about. I, just, uh, I mean, just kind of finishing it up. Yeah. So that kind of drove me to, to you know, want to go to Ohio State. You know what I mean? Especially with Coach Meyer's background of the players that he – coached and had the opportunity to get a good education and and play in the nfl um mm-hmm. you know it kind of made it a no-brainer after that so you talk about you had other offers you know what i mean obviously ohio state was on your radar on uh, what other offers um from other schools did you have well i had missouri um which at the time they were kind of they were actually hot at the time when i was coming out in 14 um but they had just within the last three or four years had joined the sec but they had that, you know, that air raid type offense. So I was like, mm-hmm. man, possibly go play in the SEC or and you know playing a, a passing offense. Mm-hmm. At the time, they had Dorio Green Beckham. Um, yeah. So you know he was obviously top recruit coming out at the time, and I was receiver at the same time. So, um, but I had that one. I had uh, Indiana. Um, it was okay. Purdue showed a lot of love. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the people at Purdue. It wasn't the people at all. It was just I didn't necessarily see myself, all those goals that I set out for myself achieving there. There's nothing yeah. really wrong with the people or you know, right. the school itself. You know what I mean? But um, those are really the main ones. And then kind of after Ohio State, you know how that goes. Ohio State offered and the other schools want to start offering. So mm-hmm. offering right. Yeah, but like at that point, like I actually started at the MAC level really. Like I, I, I probably, me and my mom probably – and my dad probably two or like four or five Mac schools like drove up there. That's back in the day you drive up there and you know for the junior days and stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I started doing that for a little bit. Um, but after that process, once I saw Ohio State, I knew I was done. Like I didn't entertain nothing else because <laughs> that stuff was tiring to me, man. Like I, yeah. I yeah. every Ohio State had checked off everything that I ever I was looking for so i wasn't gonna keep either entertaining that and that stuff was just draining all the traveling all the there's only so many weight rooms you could see <laughs> yeah that's, that's just right. how the type of person i was like you know some people like that but me personally i i was locked in after after i came no, that's what's up so that that transition once you get there uh you red shirted i red shirted as well uh if it, did you red shirt you played as a true freshman no nah, i played i played uh, okay you know, a lot of special teams at the beginning of the year, but I started playing safety towards um like I probably like eighth game into the year, seventh game into the year. Okay, okay. Cause I, I went I went to school expecting to play as a freshman. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go there and play uh early. Didn't happen. Happened for my best friend actually, uh Tyvon Branch. He played as a true freshman. But um, how was that for you? You know, that red shirt year. I know once I kind of got into the thick of it, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take full advantage of this. Um, and make it, make it, you know, do what it's supposed to be, get bigger, get faster, get stronger, learn how to be a college um, athlete. Right. How was that uh, red shirt year for you? And then how did it prepare you going into having the success that you had? Yeah, um, the red shirt year was, uh, it was like my humble pie, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, and I was all, I've always been a humble kid, um, you know what I mean? Just respecting, you know, how you get there, faith, hard work, you know what I mean? Two parents who, who instilled that in me, but, that red shirt year, I was coming from 
any you know Indianapolis, which is not known for football. Um, mm-hmm. But I was the I had Mr. Football. I had, was one of the top recruits really in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And coming to Ohio State, everybody's like that. Right. Yeah. And they say that, but you can't appreciate it until you're on the field with Marshawn Lattimore, Eli Apple, Denzel. You know, Bosa. You, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. You can't appreciate those at the time. Uh, and then you get there, it's like you think you work hard. Nah, not until you get out of the weight room, man. Yeah. They start getting you right and you're doing them runs. And you got to start managing your time with school. So, um, but I took that red shirt year twofold to get ahead in my classes. I, I think I took, because I graduated in three and a half years, I took 16 credits, no, 18 credits my my freshman year. Nah, uh, after, coming off of, uh, after coming out of summer school. So um, I took that as an opportunity to get a jump start on my school. And then also... I mean, I was running the scout team. You know, a scout team, it run a post, but you can run it any kind of way as long as you get over Right. I'm going against the number one defense with all them top corners that I just n- mentioned. So yep. I took that as an opportunity to try to mimic the best receiver on the scout team I was trying to represent, but at the same time, help get myself better, start working on releases, start thinking ahead to when my time comes. You know what I mean? So, um, but that red shirt, you really humbled me. Uh, but I didn't necessarily take it, you know, some guys take it personal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not good enough yet. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's like a little step up from when I had to go back and, and grind to get the offer. So um, I already had a taste of what that felt like and what it felt like to actually achieve it. So, um, you know, it was, it was a blessing in disguise really. Cause I, you know, I remember coming in as a freshman, I wanted to come in early. I wanted to do all that stuff. I'm glad I enjoyed senior year of high school just to be, you know what I mean? Cause you get in college, it's, it's a business too. You know what I mean? Right. For sure. That's when it's taught. You know what I mean? As far as the business with that NCAA, man, that's a, you know, they bring in a lot of money uh, annually, man. And I just kind of back on something that you just mentioned as far as, you know, red shirt year, um, you on scout team, you know, you, you just mentioned them, Eli Ward. Um, just kind of talk a little bit more as far as like going, going up against um, day in and day out, like what that, what did you see out of yourself? Like, okay, well, I need to improve on this. I need to improve on this. Well, you know, next year when I am, when it is my turn, um, and it's the top corners, you know what I mean, in the country, right. this is what I'm going to be looking, 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 looking up against. You know what I mean? Playing right. up against. Like, how how did that affect you? How did that, right. you know, prepare you for that that follow? Well, really, uh, you know, that's a, that's a real good question because Ohio State, and especially at that position with the receivers in the corners, you know, we haven't necessarily had all the first-round talent, but they had a lot of first-round guys over there. And you had to take it to a personal – you got to take it personally. You're going against those dudes, yeah, to get better, but you want to win. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and we'll watch the film over and over again like, dang, I can't do that again. Dang, I, I did that right. I got to do something with it. But – and it, it's the scheme at the time, we played press quarters from, you know, Chris Ash. So yeah. it was it was bump, bump, and, bump and run all day at practice mm-hmm. one-on-ones to to 707 to team all that so <laughs> you know i mean you was gonna get exposed you know what i mean so it, it really came down to uh, were you were you invested enough to see where you some of the things you did well but able to be able to take coaching mm-hmm. come back and coach yourself and then and win the next day because you didn't want to be that dude. Our coaches, how Coach Meyer Manda, you didn't want to be that dude with a losing record. We put a record on on all the one on ones, and we rank the corners. We yeah. rank the corners, and you know, in our opinion, who's the best. And so one mm-hmm. want to get more points than the other. And you want to, you know, you don't want to be five and eleven. You know what I mean? So yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like that's what really that really 
it really introduced me more to that competitiveness and that hunger yeah. that you need to be the top dog, that alpha dog to survive. And in the league, that's what it's like, man. Especially if you want to be a, a number one receiver, a, a guy that's dependent on to make that play, you got to have that mentality. And yeah. I feel like Ohio State and those matchups really prepared me for that stuff. Yeah. But we had, um, so obviously you had a, a standout, um, came out standout rookie year and played played well early out the gate. And uh, we had um, Plaxico Burrs who came on um, a few episodes ago and he was talking about just how hard that transition was for him and how he had to learn how to beat, you know, man coverage and create separation, right. you know, down after down after down. And obviously you can see that preparation you had on the college level helped join the pro level. Um, do you th what, what else was it that helped you, I guess, succeed so early um, on that on the NFL level? Because going from, you know, yeah. going from the Big Ten, you're going to see some, obviously, some good corners, good competition, but it's not NFL guys every every down, every week. Right. Like, how, how, is, how does that transition? How would you so good so early? Uh, well, I appreciate that, first of all. But I think Ohio State prepared me, but even the top schools can't prepare you for the NFL. Yeah. Now you – it's like – high school to college now from college now those were all americans those are all top dudes on their teams and you know mm -hmm. in the country so um you got to be able to excel at what you do well um you got to be open to coaching you got to be humble enough to know you don't know it all and 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 just and grind man like you got to treat it like a job you got to want it that bad like you you can't enjoy the all the perks that come with football and not love the football you know what i mean yeah. at the end of the day yeah. that's just how personally i feel yeah. That's and the mentality I was coming in with because if you know people kind of forget I wasn't really seen as a receiver coming into the league I was seen as a really good special teams dude you mm -hmm. know what I mean I was seen as a special teams ace top of the you know top of the draft boards and special teams but people saw me as a guy who could possibly develop into a into a receiver um, yeah. and I was humble enough to you know accept that that was if that was my foot in the door in the league I was gonna kick the door down and that was gonna be my opportunity in but I always knew. I had the capabilities of being a, a pretty good receiver. Um, you know, at Ohio State, I, I played my role great. And, there's, you know, at Ohio State, there's only one ball that could go around. I yeah. left it there. Um, but once I got my opportunity from the senior bowl and other opportunities to showcase myself as a receiver, I was going to do that. So, you know, coming in camp, I came in humble enough to be like, look, I'm going to be on all these special teams. And as soon as I get my opportunities, whether it's with the twos, threes, and when I got finally started getting those one reps, I was going to make them count. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. You know what I mean? But the biggest mm -hmm. thing that really helped me was when I came in with OTAs and I came in with the mini camps because I got to make yep. my mistakes early. Yep. I got to learn early. I, you know, I had some vets. I had Josh Norman. I had uh, DRC. You know what I mean? I had some, mm -hmm. some vet dudes who've been around who've seen it all. So I was really picking their brain like, dang, this stuff I thought was working in college and thought was working um, in those senior bowls and stuff. It's not working on these dudes. And I was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't getting locked up, but it was kind of close. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, some dudes, you know, take it personal, but I was going up and asking, I'm like, yo, what you, what, what do you see? And I was taking yeah. that coaching and I was applying it to the next practices and they come camp. You know, I wanted the first thing was on my mind was learn that playbook because one of my, one of my strengths in my game is, is I'm fast. Well, I can't be mm -hmm. fast and showcase that if I don't know what if I'm you're doing. There, if you are there thinking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So once, once I got that down, I came into camp and I got my opportunity. I just wanted to run with it. And, and you know, the more plays I got, the more opportunities I got. And, you know, I was blessed to stay uh, relatively healthy, healthy throughout that season to, you know, try to try to make some plays for that offense. Now, that's dope, man. Um, I would say, man, I commend you on the mindset. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know, um, not early too. 
early, you know what I mean? So uh, for a lot of guys, it takes them a couple years to even have that mindset. So for you to be able to go to the old heads and ask them questions as far as, you know, what do you see? What can I do different, man? I commend you. Because um, even, you know, later in my career, I used to tell the young guys, look, like whatever position you're in, you got that dog in your room. You got that leader, um, that veteran in your room. You got to be you got to be able to, like you say, humble yourself and ask questions. You know right. what I mean? So. So, again, man, I commend you for that. And then I was going to piggyback on as far as. <clears throat> You know, watch a film on you. You know what I mean? So we played twice last year. The first yeah. time you didn't play. You know what I mean? Yeah. But watch a film and even in the meeting. It's kind of one of the first times in my career where coaches really circle a rookie receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo. You know, obviously, you know, you'll have receivers come in and be like, look, he's fast. You know what right. I mean? So mm -hmm. he can he can take it. But, you know, we, used to, we, used to, we circled you and like, look, yeah. young boy can go. You know what I mean? Appreciate that. And um and, and the second time we played um in, in, in Washington, man, you did your thing. And again, I'll from there, man, I gotta wanna go to the the the, the stance of you, your second year, and you a captain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um and then you have one of your former college uh, teammates as well, Chase right. Young is a captain as well. Two young boys, first first year and second year, right? Captain of a of a squad that's been going through a lot. Um a lot of Crazy, you know what I'm saying? Um, on the field and off the field, that make you feel being a being chosen as a captain. Yeah, um, it's first of all, it's humbling, and and I didn't really see it coming to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, coming to the second year, um, I'm I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a, I've always been a leader by example, and I I stood on that, but like, you know, I got the experience being a two time captain in Ohio State, and that kind of prepared me to feel what it's like to lead a bunch of, you know, young men, men. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that was a humbling experience, but I also learned I had to start speaking up a little bit more and, and being more of a vocal leader. And I always see, saw being a vocal le leader previously to somebody who's just like, you just a dictator. You know what I mean? Like you just tell mm -hmm. people what to do, but kind of how I saw it in my mind once I kind of grew and had some honest conversations with, you know, our strength coach who really, got into me on that it was you know it's being a vocal leader is like you know the standard and you know what's expected and whoever's not lining up to that then that needs to be addressed and so when i kind of started to differentiate that and coming in but coming into the league you know i, I put all that to rest like just because i was all high state captain how all these successes it, 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 it wasn't going like i'm gonna take that and try to translate it no i came mm -hmm. in and learned from i had some great vets my first year ap uh Vern. Uh, Case Keenum came in, you know, Colt McCoy. I, I've, I've got a lot of dudes where you can just cherry pick some some nuggets from them. And, yep. and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a sponge coming in, not act like I knew it all. You know what I mean? I just wanted to be on time, do as expected of me, play hard as hell, and, and, and people will respect that. And then, you know, coming into my second year, I started having vets coming up to me and be like, man, you you should try out to, you know, possibly – be a, a alternate for the rep for our NFLPA, or you should start being in leadership positions. It was kind of puzzling me a little bit. I'm like, man, I'm just a young dude still. You know what I mean? Just because I had a good rookie year, didn't feel like I was going to come in and dominate my second year. Mm -hmm. um, so coming with a humble approach and, and guys respected that. And, you know, now it's, it's accepting that and, and trying to grow into that role too. So putting that C on my chest, it never changed who I was. I was always that person, but it's, it's, it means something to have that C on your chest at the same time. Um, in this league because it, none of that is given.
Yeah. Means a lot, man. I mean, a hell of a lot. We're going to let you get out of here, man. I know you got a busy, busy, busy day, busy week getting ready for these playoffs, man. Um, You know, the best success. Godspeed, man. Stay healthy. Ball out. It's gonna crank up another notch. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, you know sir. what I mean. And uh, yeah. we 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 expect you to crank it up another notch as well, man. Looking forward to it. No, um, no. you and you and that team, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Hopefully, I could come on here again and and talk anything that y'all be trying to talk about. So I appreciate y'all in this platform. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna go in here this weekend and compete and yep. see what happens so that's that's all you can do that's all that's, you can do yes sir let's do it man all right all man right. yeah dope 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 interview man you can see Young why, terry matt man you can see why everybody speaks so highly of him man you know yep. um as we as we kind of mentioned man for him to and with that mindset as a as a rook um a captain year two um you kind of about it on our previous episode as far as leadership um and as far as quarterbacks being that leader um rarely have i seen a, a wide receiver um, second year second year be voted voted um a captain of the team man and like you said wearing that that shield and that chest means a lot man when you're when your peers and your coaches vote for you man so <clears throat> looking forward to see where his career you know goes man Facts, facts, facts. Like excited about it, man. Excited to see him uh, perform this weekend too in the big stage, man. Um, gonna be, it's gonna be a good one, man. It's gonna be a good one. We we actually got the same agent, um, Buddy Baker. And, yeah. Uh, so I met I met uh Terry this past uh this past Super Bowl. Was this the last Super Bowl in Miami? Yeah. So back in February. So I was around. Nah, that, nah. Um, that was not, oh, was it? It was, so, yeah. Yep, it was yeah yeah Miami. Yeah. so um yeah and, and just been around him hanging around him talking to him rapping with him you just tell he was you know kind of ahead of his time yeah as far as years go i know going from rookie year to second year and his mindset compared to what mine was was completely different but uh mm -hmm. definitely excited to see um the rest of his uh his career unfold and uh appreciate him coming on the man to man pod definitely want to have him again uh you know down the line no for sure for sure